Welcome to Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers, the podcast where we believe that the positive impact you're having on the world is everything, and life is way too short not to make a living doing what you love. I'm your host, Pilates teacher and business coach, Stephanie Benton, and you can think of me as your empathetic yet tough love business bestie you never knew you always wanted. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome to day four of the High Ticket Online Pilates Business Challenge bonus content here on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here because we're going to talk about mindset and perspective shifts around sales, and then also just how to understand different types of buyers so that you can create a way to promote your offers that works for all different types of buyers. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into it. Then we're going to be talking about the numbers that you need to track in your business. So this is going to be a super juicy, juicy episode. And before I forget, make sure that you head down to the show notes below this episode and apply for the six-figure online Pilates business blueprint masterclass that I host every single month. You can apply for this at any time and you'll get the invitation for that month's training. So we'll make sure to send that to you at least a week before. And that masterclass is going to be a smaller, more intimate on Zoom masterclass where we can kind of chat about your business. And I'm going to break down exactly how to develop your high ticket online business in a way that works for you. So it's going to be a great way for you to really understand how to apply the things that you're learning in the four days of this challenge. All right, let's jump in right into mindset around sales. The thing about sales is a lot of teachers will tell me that they feel icky or yucky or demotivated or like a used car salesperson when they think of the word sales. But the reality is, is that we need sales to stay afloat. So I don't want you to be afraid of selling. It's when you're wishy-washy and you don't come across as confident in your own services and pricing that you make others uncomfortable, and that's how you end up in negotiations with people. So know that whatever price you've set, that is the price of your offer. You don't need to be desperate. You don't need to try to convince or trick or manipulate people into working with you. The freeing thing is that when you set your price and you create your high-ticket program, and you offer that into the world, there will be people that are not wanting that offer, and that's going to be fine. And you will find the people more and more over time that are willing to pay for your high-ticket offer. So you need to have that mindset of being a specialist now. And that specialist idea and charging that higher rate will deter those price hoppers from you and also bring you smaller volume of higher quality clients. Less clients paying more money means you are less stressed, less overwhelmed, and less busy, which instantly leads to more freedom and flexibility in your schedule. So the perspective shift that I need you to have is I need you to write this down and say this to yourself as a mantra. Presenting your offers and services to a prospect isn't selling. It's giving them an opportunity to make an investment into themselves. By not showing up and presenting your offer, you're actually doing a disservice to the soulmate clients that are out there that need you in order to experience a transformation. So 
hit that rewind button on the podcast, listen to that again, write it down, and make that your new belief around selling your offer. All right, so let's now dive into talking about four different types of buyers because when we are presenting our offer to somebody on a consultation or we're talking about our offer in our social media or our email marketing, you'll want to kind of understand how these different types of buyers really play into the psychology of the actual sale. So there's four main types of buyers. The first one is a details buyer. So they want to know all the details and the ins and outs of the offer. They also want to know what it includes, how much it is, what are they going to get, how much support do they have. And it'll be helpful for you to know clearly and concisely what your program includes in the most simple terms for this person. Because if they are confused, they will not buy your offer. So having a noble promise, as we talked about in day two, and really being clear on what's included in your program, what the price is, how much support they're getting will help you when it gets time in the conversation that you're having with somebody where they start asking about all of these details. The second buyer type is the emotional buyer. This is the type of person that actually cares what other people think. So they are going to want to consult with a partner or a friend, or they want to hear a lot of testimonials from you of clients that you've worked with. So it doesn't have to be testimonials of people who have done your specific program. It needs to be testimonials from people who can say good things about working with you. They also want to know that making this investment, they want to understand how making that investment is going to impact the relationships in their life. So when you're talking to them, you can remind them how the fact that they're going to move their body more frequently is going to make them less stressed out and able to enjoy time with their family more if that's what's important to them. So just make sure that you can really clarify that when you start to get somebody who's asking you for a lot of testimonials or saying to you that they need to consult with a partner or a friend or something like that. The third type of buyer is a community buyer. This person really wants to know that this program is going to give them a sense of community or camaraderie. So if you have a high ticket program that's a group program, that is a great selling point for your community buyer because they want to be in a space where they feel seen and validated and can connect with other people that are like-minded and similar to them. And then your fourth type of buyer is a transformation buyer. This person also wants to see a lot of the testimonials from you, but they also want you to sell them on the desires that they have for their future. So painting that picture of what their life is going to look like at the end of your program, whether it's 12 weeks or 16 weeks, can really help you position your offer for this type of buyer. And knowing who you're talking to can really help you move past any perceived objections that they might have. And if there's still a no after all of that, then you might not have done enough nurturing of this person to earn their sale yet. So you just want to keep them in your email list and keep them on your social media and keep reaching out to them, showing up, giving value, and showing them that you actually care about them as a person, that's going to help them be able to say yes to you in the future. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about 
the offer that is sponsoring this challenge this week. And that is my six-figure online Pilates business blueprint masterclass that I host one time per month. And this masterclass is going to give you a really in-depth perspective on the three phases that I take clients through who work with me inside of the Inspired Brand Accelerator coaching program. So if you've been sitting on the fence about working together and getting coaching support for your business, this free masterclass is for you. I host this one time a month. It's usually on a Thursday or Friday. And all you have to do is complete a very short application so that I can see if this class is going to be the right fit for you at this stage of your business. You can find that application by visiting www.inspiredbrand.co, that's C-O, forward slash blueprint application. So again, that is www.inspiredbrand.co forward slash blueprint application. You can apply for your spot in this month's masterclass. I hope that I'll see you there and we'll get right back to the episode. Okay, let's talk about the numbers you need to be tracking in your business so that you can make sales more reliably and be able to predict how many sales you might make in any given month. Can you imagine being able to project out into the future and predict how many sales you might make next month? It's pretty exciting when you start to think about it. So the first number that you need to know is you need to know how many people are coming into your sphere of influence in any given month. So how many people are following you now on Instagram? How many people have become your friends on Facebook? How many people have joined your email list? So start tracking those numbers on a month monthly basis. And you can usually see through your insights on Instagram and also from your email list, how many people have joined your email list in that period of time. So I would make it a habit at the end of every month to see how many new leads you've acquired into your business that month. Anybody that follows you on Instagram is considered a new lead. The next number that you wanna know is of those new leads, how many consultations are you booking? Out of, let's say you get 100 new leads in a month, which that might be a little bit of a stretch, but we'll go with that because it's a round number, and you booked 10 10 consultations that month, that means you have a 10% booking percentage, okay? From that consultations that have been booked, how many people are actually buying what you're selling, whatever it is that you're selling, okay? So you might be selling a package of classes, you might be selling your high-ticket program, which is what we've been talking about in this uh, in this training, you might be selling private sessions, I don't know, whatever it is that you're selling, how many of the people that you've had a consultation with, meaning you actually got on a phone call with them, or you got on a Zoom chat with them, or you chatted with them in Instagram DMs for a period of time, how many of those people have actually bought your offer? That is your closing percentage. That is a very important number to know because that's what helps you get your sales more on autopilot. If you know that out of the 10 people that you talked to that month, five people bought your offer, that is a 50% conversion rate. So now you can set your goal. If you wanna sell five of your offers every single month, your new goal now is to start to get 10 consultations booked every single month. So if it takes you 100 new leads to get 
10 consultations, guess what? That's your goal for growing your audience or maybe not even necessarily growing your audience, but getting into more conversations with the people that are already following you. Because I bet you there's people following you that you have never engaged with ever. You can go back in and start to engage with those people so they start seeing your content again. But when you know the math, it actually makes your job a lot easier as a business owner because you can start to predict predict things. Now, a 50% closing rate might be a little bit low if you have a brick and mortar studio. You actually might close more at 60 to 70 or even 80%. And in the online space, you actually might close more in the 30% range. Okay, so you just want to start tracking these numbers. Keep track of them for at least three months to see if you're noticing any trends happening. And when you know that, again, that closing percentage, you can start to set your goals for how many consultations you're going to try to book. And then out of those consultations, or for consultations booked, how many new people are you going to try to grow your email list by every single month so that you have the numbers to allow you to book that many consultations to then lead to that many sales? And if you have questions about this, you can always just send me a DM on Instagram at inspiredbrand.co, and I can kind of help walk you through how to keep track of those numbers. So I've talked now a lot about consultations. It's my belief that in order to sell a high-ticket program online, you cannot put this on your website with the price. You can't uh, just put the price out on Instagram. You want to really talk about your offer and then encourage people to book a consultation with you. Because then you can get into a real deep, in-depth conversation about what their goals are and how your offer is going to fit into the goals that they have. So let's talk about what questions to ask in a consultation, because your consultation should really be more like an interview. You don't want people just asking you all the questions. You want to be asking them all the questions so that you're able to pivot the conversation and show them how your offer is going to be the right fit for them. So the first thing that you want to ask is about their goals and also what they hope to gain from speaking with you and potentially working with you. So what are their goals and what do they hope to gain out of this conversation that you're having with them? Get the details on why the answer to the goals question is so important to them. So if they say, I want my goal is to fit back into my pre-baby jeans. Okay, why is that important to them? Get deeper into the emotional stress and the emotional feelings that they're having around why they want to make that change in their life. That way, when you're talking about your offer, you're not saying Pilates this, Pilates that. You can talk about that end result and how they're going to feel at the end of it and how they're going to be able to slide their pair of jeans on after 12 weeks or whatever. I'm using kind of very bad layman's term examples here, but you get the gist. So you want to ask what they've... uh, So the next thing that you want to ask then is what they've tried in the past and whether or not that worked for them, because that helps you position yourself against other things they've tried and why working with you is better for them or will be better for them because now you understand what they've tried before and how that didn't work. Maybe the trainer that they worked with was too aggressive or maybe they didn't feel committed to it because it was too long. The workouts were too long. Okay. 
The next question you want to ask is what I call the dream question. What do they dream of their life looking like once they've achieved this goal that they have? So you tie back into their goal. You obviously state the goal that they have just told you so that they know you're listening. And you ask them what their dream life is going to look like once they have achieved that goal. And also you want to ask why haven't they been achieving this goal on their own? What's been stopping them from achieving that goal on their own? Sometimes it is lack of accountability. Sometimes it's lack of motivation. Sometimes it's lack of time. But understanding what's really keeping them from hitting their goal will again help you to position your offer as the solution for them. And then at the end of all of those questions, that's when you offer how you can help them. That's when you pitch the benefits of your program. You don't focus on the features unless your prospect asks for the details. I've sold coaching programs in the past where I didn't go tooth and nail with every single little detail that is included in the program. I just talked about the transformation and I've had people buy the offer because again, it just depends on what they're motivated by in order to make that purchase. So I would go into pitching and talking about your offer. And then if they start asking for more details, that's when you can elaborate on the details for them. For some people, all the details are just going to confuse them. And again, a confused buyer will not buy anything from you. And then the last category I want to talk about today is handling objections. And this is using the feel felt found method, but it's pretty simple. Okay. If somebody has an objection to working with you, whether it's based on price or what have you, what we know is that most people can find the money to spend on something that they really want or that they really see the value in. So sometimes if somebody is telling you no based on price, it's not necessarily about the price. It's that they don't understand quite yet what it is that you're offering to them. So you can say then using the feel felt found method, an example would be, I can understand how you feel because I have felt the same way. Or I can understand how you feel because so-and-so, one of my clients, felt exactly the same way that you did when they started their journey. And what they found, or what I found, was that, for example, by being consistent or making an investment in their health or investing time into their well-being, they experienced X result. Okay, so I can understand how you feel because so-and-so felt the same way. And what they found is that by being consistent in working out every day, they experienced the result that they were looking for. They experienced X results. So you would go back to that result or that dream that they have for their own goal. Just tie that back in. So hopefully over the past four days, you have found insane, insane value in this training. And I really hope that you take all of the things that we've been discussing and run with it and really create a high ticket program and start to create your questions for your consultations. And your homework assignment is to go back over the last couple months and try to see what your conversion rate is, what your booking percentage is, and how many new leads you're bringing into your business on a month-to-month basis. And that will really give you that baseline of 
how to move forward with goals that are actually achievable and measurable and specific so that you're not just setting a goal of making $10,000 next month when you've only been making $1,000 a month, right? And we want to be realistic in the goals that we're setting, but you can get to those $10,000 months. You need to understand what your numbers are, how much your offer is, and keep track of that on a consistent basis. So Again, I hope that this training, this four days was just really eye-opening for you and that you're able to make some progress in your business. And if you are looking for more support in your business, I'd love to offer to you to apply for my coaching program called the Inspired Brand Accelerator. We've got two variations that we run this program in. And so one is a 16-week accelerator. The other brand new offer is a 12-month mentorship. So we have a way to work with all the teachers that really want support in building their online business. If you would like to apply, and an application is not a commitment, it is just to get some more details about what that looks like for you and your business, you can head to www.inspiredbrand.co. That is C-O, no M, because we're too cool for the M. It's www.inspiredbrand.co and click the apply now button. That will take you right to the application form for the Inspired Brand Accelerator. I hope to see you there and I will see you next week with a regular episode on Wednesday. Bye-bye. I hope you found this episode incredibly valuable. And two things before you sign off. One, I am giving away an Instagram profile audit to one lucky teacher every single month who either leaves us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or who shares this episode on Instagram stories by taking a screenshot and sharing it either to Instagram or Facebook stories and tagging us at inspiredbrand.co. Every month I'll be choosing somebody to audit their Instagram profile and give you some feedback on how you can improve your marketing efforts there. The second thing is if you want to attend the free live training that we're hosting this month, then make sure that you head to inspiredbrand.co forward slash free trainings to get yourself registered and signed up to learn all you need to know about marketing and business as a Pilates business owner. I will see you in the next episode.